So it's uh, become clear in the past few weeks that the pendulum is swinging back towards the relationship between employers and employees and the, the, the era of the free lunches and the perks and the amenities and even, even remote work and hybrid work is going away. Uh, we're going to take a look at some of the articles and just sort of react and, and see where this is headed. Next up. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Today in Tech. I'm Keith Shaw, and uh, we are talking about the pendulum swinging back towards uh, bosses are going to get a little tougher at work. It's it's If you've been frustrated by the, the happy-go-lucky, great employee uh, workplaces, things like that, it's, uh, it's, about to sw- it's about to swing back in, in the favor of actually getting work done and people working at their desk. Uh, joining me on this one is the, the, the man behind the computers, behind the scenes. Chris, how are you? Hey, how's it going? I'm the uh, professional button Push, push the profession. You push the buttons. You push all of the buttons correctly. <laughs> uh, you make me look awesome. And um, again, I tell people I'm just a pretty face. The real magician is behind the camera. Gee, thanks. And you, you know, you're sexy as hell too. So don't, you know, <laughs> don't, don't sell yourself short, Chris. Sure. All right. So, all right. So the idea on this on this episode, we're going to. There's been a lot of uh, uh, articles, and you know, Chris and I do a lot of research in terms of what kind of content we want to put on the show, and uh, we've been stacking up a bunch of these lately. So the first one I want to talk about, if Chris, if you pull up the uh, New York Times article about the era of happy tech workers is over. Uh, this was now, this was earlier, a couple of weeks ago, uh, January 19th is the article. Um, so first of all, like, you know, this is, this is an illustration. Well, it would be great if that yellow thing just stopped popping up. All it's, right. uh, it's an AI, AI image, AI generated image. Oh, okay. <laughs> when you, when it comes up, look at it. Okay. Here we go. Really quick. Oh, uh, person laying on the couch with a laptop and umbrella. It, it reminds me of Wally. Remember those that movie Wally, where there was these people that were just sitting on these couches, just kind of laying around and laying. There's a disco ball in this. All right, so yeah. Um, and again, this is it, it's interesting. This is from the New York Times. You know, so you, you know it's it's got a definite definite sort of like uh, oh woe is woe is us, but you know. Uh, Silicon Valley, as we know it, with its radically transparent company cultures, empowered employees, flat hierarchies and rarefied perks like nap pods and free food is quickly disappearing and it's unlikely to return. I want a nap pod. What what the heck? I have. Who who has a nap pod? I I need one. I need one. I'm tired of just sleeping on my desk, head down. Like (laughs) I want to properly nap at work. And, you know, we definitely need that. Quote from Chris, I'm tired of napping at my desk. <laughs> Do you remember that Seinfeld episode where George was, uh, you know, looking to, to, he actually created a little nap space under his desk when he was working for the Yankees. I, and again, maybe this is showing my age. Do you remember the show Seinfeld, Chris? I do. Okay. Do you, um, I don't remember that all right. uh, episode per se. Yeah. The idea was, was that he was, he was not very important at work. And so he just decided that he wanted to sleep. And instead of trying to find a location to sleep, he just built a, a little bed underneath his desk. And that's where it was. And I I think that's where the idea of the nap pod kind of came into place. I I, uh, rem- okay. I remember, you know, during the, you know, some of the, the boom times in Silicon Valley, people would come up with, you know, this little quiet room and they would have a little bed or a couch or something where you could kind of sleep. And it's like, all right, do we really need, you know, nap time? Is, is, has this turned into a daycare at, at the at the office? Hey, I mean, you know, getting paid to sleep. I, that's a great, great job. You know, I, I wouldn't mind that. 
So obviously, the, you know the the shift, uh, you know the the shift was noticed obviously after uh, Elon Musk took over at Twitter, um, and you saw a lot of things uh, just sort of go away. Um, in fact, that you know they're now selling their they're now selling a lot of that equipment. So um, you have a video too. I think we want to we want to play. And this 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 went this was pretty f- a famous video that went around. Yeah, I mean the, this the this kind of sums it up, um, and it, it's kind of old news but yeah i mean it ties in perfectly to what we're talking about hold on let me let me see if i can find it uh here we go welcome to a day in my life as a twitter employee so this past week went to sf for the first time at a twitter office for the first time well i maybe she was a remote worker or everything and what a blessing also started my morning off with an iced matcha from the perch that's something i would never drink so quickly scheduled one of these little pods yeah. Oh, okay, so, so this cool. is the sleep pod. This is the sleep that pod might just be a, a, a silent work pod. Oh, okay. there's the food. Oh, yeah. The food. We're going to get to the food next. Then made my way down to this log cabin area. I don't know what this is, but I don't know what that is either. So you can take mini vacations during your, your work. Foosball, that's nothing new. I mean, foosball and ping pong was always the, the big you know selling point for all the hip companies and startups. Uh, there's a yeah, massage. Oh, yoga. Oh, she actually did work. Had a ton of projects that we needed to knock out. Yep. Um, went to the went to the library to kind of get some more work done. Obviously, I like the music in the background too. Chris. Coffee, so made some espresso, and then before leaving for the day, had some red wine. Um, that's wow. red wait, wine. Wait, 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 I gotta pause this. I gotta hold on. Can a you bring that? Back? Can you reverse that at all or no? Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Let me. Uh, <laughs> I I, like for a second, I I couldn't believe my eyes. I'm like, wait, that's not fruit punch. That's not fruit punch. Hold on. Let me let me just back this up a little bit. You know, just to make sure, you know, we're getting our facts right. Yep. We're yep. getting our facts right. Let's uh let's let's play this again here. Let me go back to that that stream. Had to have our afternoon coffee, so made some espresso. Okay, and then before espresso. leaving for the day, had some red wine on red that's wine on tap. Went up to the rooftop. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, oh, oh, so, went so up to- <laughs> went up, okay. We'll we'll pause it there for a second. Hold on a second. Because, you know, we we look up our our sources beforehand. We kind of run through them. You know, we we sift through them, especially if we bring on media like this, right? This this clip, right? I think I must have skipped over that part because, wait a minute. That was a shock to me. Yeah. I know what like oh, I've seen I've seen you know some hip hip companies with you know the beer taps and the islands and and stuff like that but wine wine on tap wow yeah I, the closest I ever huh. got at a workplace was probably you know you bring in a couple of six packs of beer it's a it's a you know it's a Friday afternoon uh, four o'clock four thirty right about before the day is supposed to end and you have a little mini party and most people that do drink they're not going to immediately drink and then drive home. I mean, that's, that's, that's insane. But the, the other thing too, to point out, hold on, let me, let me go back to this here one second. Um, yeah, let me just, that's like a lot. <laughs> I just think I, she's ready to, to go to her next meeting. I think <laughs> like she's getting primed for the, she must have a, a bad meeting she's going to. Well, no, that's cause then loud. she, no, the next clip is then her going up to the rooftop to just enjoy the view. Right. Yeah. Here, let's, let's go back yeah. to that. Went up to the rooftop and just honestly enjoyed the. Oh, that's cornhole, weather. by the way. So awesome trip. 
Jeez. Have you oh, played? Okay. Have you? Okay. Look, unforgettable. Hold on. Let me pause that. <laughs> have you played cornhole? Uh, yeah, at, you know, barbecues and yeah. parties and stuff like that. But no, not, you know, not, not at work. I mean, I, I don't get paid to play cornhole. There so. was a, there was a, uh, an HR sponsored party, if like probably about like six or seven years ago, the, 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 it, we were in a different building and they had like a themed party to try to get people to know each other better. And they had set up a cornhole thing, but, but you had to like, it was a cubicle hallway that you that they set up this. So it was a long hallway, and then at one end they had one of the corn. And it mm-hmm. was like, if you're really inaccurate here, you're going to be hitting someone in the head that's that's yeah. sitting there trying to do work. And yeah, it was like, okay, maybe cornhole in the middle of an office is not the best idea. So, is there anything anything else you know in terms of that video? No, well, I mean it really just kind of highlights. Uh it's, it's, I mean, I don't want to get too much into it, but it's it's. Um, you, you kind of have to question yourself: Are are people actually working? Um, if if you have that many uh, perks at your job, right? And and it turned out that I think that that girl got fired, or that that person, that employee, did end okay. up losing her job during the other. Um, after Elon Musk took over. So, right. you know, and then I'm sure that a lot of those perks are going away. Uh, but the next one that I want to, the next story I want to talk about, bring up the uh, the New York Times one about the cafeteria. Uh, cafeteria. This was a longer feature. The corporate cafeteria is broken. So how to feed workers. Um, what I, so A, kudos to them. I, go, go back up. Yes. I love that photo. It's such an old school. This was probably from the 1950s or 60s maybe. Yeah. Of, you know, it's probably, you know, an IBM like company. And this is the probably the secre- secretarial pool. It looks like there's a lot of females there. So that they were probably. Yeah. And you have to imagine there's probably yeah. a lot of team building going on, a lot of socializing, a lot of like getting to know one another, a lot of camaraderie. <laughs> but, so, but what is this article going right. to? Well, so when I found, when I, when I talked, when I found this article, uh, I sent this to you and you just, you almost blew a gasket when I talked about the opening quote. Um, so the, the lead is the corporate cafeteria can be an especially lonely place these days. Well, and- no kidding. <laughs> like, anyway, sorry. All right, so then the quote is, you used to walk in at 12 o'clock on a Tuesday and stand in line to get something, said Casey Allen, 46, who works for a division of the agriculture agricultural chemical company BASF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Now you walk in and you're usually first in line. Uh, you know, so then they're basically saying that, you know, the corporate, the corporate dining area, the cafeteria um, is, is basically going away, but they don't really say it's because nobody's in the office. I think most of the people. No, you're right. They don't, there. they don't, they don't bring it up. They just kind of assume that everybody knows right now, but um, you know, you're going to have companies who, you know, want to bring people back and stuff. And it's like running with a, I mean, especially running with a headline like that, like, uh, corporate cafeterias are broken. Well, they're not. No, it's just broken. that they're, they're, they're empty. <laughs> they're empty because we told everybody not to, to come into work right. and to work from home. So they're not broken. They're perfectly operational. You just need people in them. You know, so it's, I, I, I don't get it. Yeah. So then, the, you know, further down a little bit is even at companies like Meta, which this month announced that it would lay off 126 cafeteria employees. I can't believe they have, would have that many employees. That's working. a lot like, of cafeteria employees. Like, yeah. What do we got? Two? Uh, <laughs> apparently now workers are skipping the free meals in a quest to leave the office as soon as possible. So it's like 
they come in, they work for 10 minutes, and then they go home, and then they work at home for the rest of the time. Wait, wait hold on, hold on. Even though companies like Meadow, which this month announced that it would off, workers are skipping the free meals. Right, you can't even get people to, to, to eat free food anymore. I, I mean, especially today, heck. I take a free meal. Like, come on. <laughs> like, you know, the way uh, things are going and, and, you know, cost of things, cost of living and all that. Um, that'd be, I mean, a big, uh, a big draw, at least for me. Um, you have a, you have a problem sort of too with the types of food that, that a lot of these cafeterias were. And it, we, we, we saw that in a little bit in the, in that Twitter video. Um, like food is getting cafeteria food or lunch food for a lot of, younger workers is getting like fancier or yeah food um, snobbery i want to call it i don't know i i'm a i'm an old guy so i don't well, want to say how old i am but you know I, when i had a cafeteria and i could get a burger or a sandwich or those you know it was the, you know the big thing was chicken finger thursday when you have to actually when people actually ran down because they knew that they were going to get a, right. a, a a cool chicken caesar salad or the buffalo wing sauce Right. You know, people liked that, and that's and that actually encouraged people to not bring in their lunch that day and actually go down to the cafeteria. We had one of the best meetings I ever had was down in the cafeteria. Um, it was like five of us. We all just decided to go down there. We came up with some really interesting story ideas based on the lunch that we were having. That's where collaboration sometimes happens. Should I tell you what the idea was? Because it was, or or should I just leave it be? Uh, just, just leave it be. Hold okay, on. we, we got to get into some of this. This uh, here is is fascinating to me. the the level uh, the level at some of these companies will go to to accommodate to um, you know workers uh, at their company. Uh, like for example, you just see here, you know, examples. Uh, spaces for rest and recreation were built in the remodel of what was formerly known as the Condé Nast building. So you know, you have, I mean. In this article, what were the companies that they referred to? I know Condé Nast is one of them. There's a couple other. Meta. Yeah, Meta. You know, a couple of, you know, big tech companies, you know, media companies, stuff like that. And it's like, wow, I I wouldn't complain whatsoever if I I worked at one of these. And they offered amenities like these, like, come on, cocktails or cooking classes or some of the amenities for people who work in the building. Like, I'll go into the office to, to do that or, you know, to get free classes and stuff like that. It's just mind-blowing uh you know the length that you know they'll go to and All right, to, he, to get kind of like this pushback on that like cafeterias are dead and stuff like that yeah, yeah. maybe i don't know maybe their messaging just needs to change <laughs> well later on in the article if you go down again a little bit this is what we were, i was bringing up before employees especially younger ones are demanding more culturally authentic meals and climate-friendly kitchen protocols oh, like reduce like they're demanding that their cafeteria staff make sure they recycle everything and oh. they're eating less meat and questioning labor practices it's like oh it's you know well I being, have a, being that young and being concerned about that many things must be exhausting i mean you gotta <laughs> think they're probably not using electric stoves oh geez yeah i mean I, I, I don't get it. I think from a general, maybe it's, this is just, you know, two old guys, you know, yelling at the cloud now because we're just, you know. Yeah, apologize to the viewers who are watching, but it's just, it's fascinating to uh, to see stuff like this, so. All right, so that was that article. Let's, um, so then the next one, uh, uh, just another example. This is the for tech companies, years of easy easy money yield to hard times. So this was more about a lot of the financing and, you know, there was so much money uh, for startups that, they spent into those types of things to get employees. And um, that yeah. was the whole 
you know, I, I think it's, they, they talk about Carvana. Um, yep. You know, Carvana built dozens of flashy car vending machines across the country, marketed itself as relentless, marketed itself relentlessly and offered very attractive prices for trade-ins. Um, but now that's all going away too. Like a lot of the, um, a lot of the flash is now going away. And so, you know, we've talked on this show before about tech jobs. I think our last episode was, you know, that there's a silver lining around technology jobs. And, and there is, you know, if you're a tech worker and you've got tech skills, you know, you're probably going to find a pretty good uh, gig. Um, right. But I think that the companies that are that were trying to use the flashiness and the, oh, you don't really have to come into work. You only have to like, you know, do a couple of meetings. And I think that's swinging back. I, we, we are seeing things like if you pull up the next article. Oh, not that one. Uh, do you have the one uh, remote workers? Yeah, here it is. The job market. This is the Wall Street Journal. The job market for remote workers is shrinking. Uh, which one's that one? Uh, it's a Wall Street Journal one. Is it the one with Apple? It's the one with the... No, it's the one with the cat on the laptop. Cat on the laptop. Let me find that one. Uh, let me see. Anyway, just go ahead and talk okay. about it. I, so, I'll, I'll yeah, uh, basically the headline is that the re remote job opportunities are dwindling as fewer employers feel the need to lure talent with the promise of working from home. Uh, and so if you are trying to find a job these days, I think employers are like, all right, we're... We're okay with our existing employees having that flexible hybrid work style. Uh, and we're, we're, you know, we're fine with that. But for new employees that we're going to hire or, you know, moving forward, we're going to start adding requirements for coming back to the office. Um, and so the listings, you know, if you are dead set on working in the remote, the opportunities are fewer and fewer. Yeah, it's going to be a, a rude awakening for... Um uh, for new workers coming in and, and looking for jobs. Cause yeah, it's just going to, it's going to get smaller and smaller. And, you know, just going back to what you said, uh, a minute ago about, you know, um, you know, we don't, we know, well, we will eventually no longer have a need for example, like Carvana and stuff like that. People who, you know, cause of the business model, right. It's a, it's a car, um, you know, a company that sells cars, you know, on the internet, right? Yeah. You just get it, they deliver to you and, and that's it. It's like, well, once things start going back to normal, yeah, their business is going to, is going to dwindle because, you know, it's, it's just how it is. People are going to go back to car dealers at some point or people, some people it, like going to a car dealer. Exactly, I don't, yeah. I don't, but you know, I also don't want to, I don't know. I just want to have a car, I guess. I don't, I only buy a car like every 10 to 15 years anyway. So, yeah. Um, but within this article too, they also talked about, uh, you know, Walt Disney, uh, which are now stepping up the number of days that hybrid employees are going to be required. And this is after Bob Iger took back, took over. Um, there's a CNBC article that, that I know that like, again, more proof that this is the ones that, yeah, Bob Iger tells Disney employees they must return to the office that, four you know, days a week. Now know, that's pretty impressive. I mean, most hybrid work scenarios you see are uh, two to three days in the mm -hmm, office, and most right. companies that I've that I've that I've been talking to or heard about is you know usually Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday are the big days where you're going to be in the office. Uh, I mean, pro props to him. I mean, for for taking a stand and you know doing something you know that he thinks is uh, you know right and is right for the business. Like that's you know good on him. Uh, for doing that, uh, especially, you know, Disney being a creative outlet or a media outlet, right? It, technically, it's a media outlet. Right. Or at this point, I don't know, maybe a, a licensing company, right? <laughs> the way it's licensing. They are just um, a mega entertainment company. Yeah, they're a, 
mega company. Hold on, let me take a sip of my red wine here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, but y- you know, I just lost. Uh, I, oh, Disney, Disney, mega entertainment. Good for them. Yeah, I mean, speaking to the like creative aspect, right? So you know, they have their their movie studios and stuff like that. They have their theme parks, right? It's like, especially if you're in the creative industry, you kind of wanna be back to work in person so yeah. you can collaborate and stuff like that. So I don't know. I, I think it makes a lot of sense for Disney. Yeah. I want to actually go back to, do you remember that? So I want to, I just remember something, the the Twitter video where the lady was walking through the, you know, yeah. showing her day. And uh, I felt like if I did this now, I'm not on TikTok or, you know, Instagram or any of the, the cool hip social media, but it would be like um, sitting in traffic at my commute. <laughs> uh, and then three seconds later, it'd be like, Still stuck. Uh, you, you didn't want to pull out your wine tap and uh, just pull a little. <laughs> Taking a sip of my soda or my coffee. While, you know, and then I was like, get to work. Oh, I forgot my key. <laughs> I, have to, I have to get buzzed I, in again. I will say I have this you know? fine, fine can of Spindrift. <laughs> um, some, some Spindrift product placement here. Uh, <clears throat> Spindrift, if you're watching. <laughs> what is that? That is not, I've never. Spindrift. It's a seltzer. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, it's you're just, uh, you're one generation younger than me, so um, you're a much more hip than I. Plus, you have the awesome, the world's most awesome beard. I'm not that hip. Uh, anyway, so uh, what was I saying? Oh, so yeah, I, I just think that. Oh, and then you know the 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 video would end with you know me walking into the the office and showing you. And you'd be, and you would be, and you'd be like scowling well, at me, going, "What's our next show? When are we doing it?" No, you're not like that, Chris. You, you should, you should do one of these. You should do one of these. I think the time it's probably already been parodied. It's, I don't know. I just we have to do like twenty other things here in terms of videos. So I don't know what what could we take away from all of this. Well, obviously, it's it's. The the idea of the great resignation that people were touting in the media, like, oh, employees have all this power. And, you know, there was a big fear that if companies started to try to enforce this back to work policy or back back to the office, back yeah. to, you know, sort I mean, I think I think everyone was afraid that it was like, well, because of the great resignation, well, I'll just quit my job and find one that uh, where I can. At some point, that's got to start dwindling. Um, and you're starting to see that with a lot of these companies that are doing layoffs. And then if they're going to rehire and grow again, they're probably not going to offer the same kind of amenities and, and productives. The, the other thing is, is like, I just, you know, I think that there needs to be a, a re-energization. Oh, it's a horrible word. Yeah, re-energization. Yeah, re-energization, which I, I just made up that word. But you got to get people excited to go back to work and be productive and uh, just enjoy, I don't want to say enjoy work, but, in you know, get into that mindset of you can't just lay around in your, and again, I know that's a, yeah. that's a, that's a cliche as well. Cause well, I do, cause I, again, you and I do work at home. We, we are right. hybrid schedule here. I think we do most of our recordings in the middle of the week in the studio, but, but on the other hand, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still sitting at a computer. Well, you do bring up a valid point about yeah. the whole sitting there in your pajamas, you know, you know, the, if you're a remote worker, right? Does anybody know you're sitting in your pajamas? No, no one's going to know. Right. No one, no one's going to know. But if you come into the office, you're not going to come in wearing pajamas. Right. Right. You, you know, and 
now i the come the other thing too yeah. about working at home it's like are we really working are, are we really working and again, a lot you know? depends on the type of business that you're doing. Sure. I mean, we, you know, a lot of the media types, we get to call sources and work on emails and do interviews and you don't necessarily, you know, there are, there's some, but I think you miss some of the collaboration and maybe some of the ideas that, that you miss from sitting around a coffee table or, you know, just kind of doing the chit chat in an office setting because you are supposed to be professional, even though I get to wear hoodies and that's just for my on-screen persona. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, big picture, this is going to swing back until maybe the economy gets better or there's another big tech boom and you start seeing companies like Twitter and Google and Amazon and Facebook slash Meta. If they start another wave where they start going up again and they start needing more employees, but I think maybe they're going to be a little bit more cautious about what they're offering to employees. Like, I, I it's going to be like... It, the wave was big here and now the next wave is going to be only like here in terms of the types of benefits that you get. Or maybe it's just two grumpy old guys yelling at a cloud. That could be it too. Yeah. I mean, I, I, what, I, I no, go ahead. Well, what would be your goal? What would be your, the ultimate goal for you, Chris, in terms of what would you like to see as the workplace of the future? <laughs> Without any kind of threat, you know, any kind of like fear of pandemics or anything like that. What, what, what would be your goal, you know, dream scenario for, um, for an office place? Have you thought about that? Uh, a little bit. I mean, for me, I would rather be in the office five days a week mm -hmm. just because of the nature of, you know, my job, right? Yeah. We, we got to be here in the studio. We have to shoot and, you know, edit and stuff like that. We got to collaborate. Um, but yeah, I mean, in a perfect world, like maybe a Monday or Friday, you know, you, you work from home, right? I, I, I just, I believe strongly in the aspect of just like socializing to be able to work in, you know, in, in person to have that right. uh, capability to look at someone in the eyes and, and talk about something, right? Right now, right? Like, <laughs> you know, I'm looking at you uh, talking, right? I'm just, ignore, it's just, I'm just ignoring you. I think, a lot of, I think a lot of people would be surprised at how productive you can be if you were in office as opposed to being remote, right? Yeah. Um, so, but there's out, I, I, there's outliers on both as well. I mean, there yeah. used to be days when I'd be, you know, you would know people that you could spend a whole day in the office and not get any work done because either you're sitting in a lot of meetings, uh, which right. can be problematic, uh, or you sit around and chat with people for a while and you realize, oh my gosh, it's 530 or it's five o'clock. And, you know, there's there's a definition of what is work and and, and depending on the role, whether you can do it or not. It, it all takes discipline either way. I mean, if you're if you're working at home, there's discipline. If you're working at an office, there should be some discipline and, you know, make sure you actually get some work done and be productive. Yeah, there's, there's definitely pros and cons. Def, definitely pros and cons. And there's I, definitely something about the work-life balance that I forgot to bring up. Like, you know, I, I've got a bunch of kids and it was nice being in, you know, when I was freelance writing, right. it was nice to just be able to say, oh, I, can, I need to pick up my kids and take them to the dentist or you know, that kind of thing is very flexible. If you get, you know, if I had a job where I had to be at an office for five days a week, eight hours a day, 40 hours a week. Yeah, that that kind of, you know, cuts into that time. So it was nice to be able to do that. I felt like I did get a better relationship with my kids, yeah. uh, you know, but and I don't want to return to the 1950s or 60s where it's like, 
you know, the dad goes to work and wears a tie and, and you know, the kids never see him until, the, you know, he gets home and the, those days are over. I, I think there's there needs to be something. So I haven't really thought of my dream scenario of what I would like the future office to be. I would like to have more people in the office as well, but I don't want to return to the days of, you know, you're sitting and locked in a cube and you can't make any noise either. Like the, the Dilbert world or the office space. Right. Yeah. I, I do think there needs to at least be, you know, one day begin at the beginning or end of the week. I mean, aren't there, there's already talks about having a, a four day week anyways. Yeah. I, I, uh, before, I've seen articles uh, jump around that. I don't yeah. have uh, any article up right now, but I can probably pull one up. Yeah. But there's already talks about, about that happening anyways. You know, a lot of businesses thinking about like, yeah, just let's just have a four day work, work week because, then you don't need to worry so much about, okay, picking which day you come in. Just have a three-day weekend. Right, right. Just have a three-day weekend from moving forward. Just do that. Yeah. Is it, just it, give an extra day. Most of these are basically Monday through Thursday, and they usually take that Friday off, right? Or right. it's not Tuesday to Friday, and they keep take Monday off. Because who would want to take a Monday off? Mondays stink. Yeah, Mondays, Mondays are, I mean, Mondays are Mondays, you know? Hey, Garfield was right, man. I hate Mondays. <laughs> I love lasagna. Yeah. All right, so that's all the time we've got for today's episode. Thanks for having this therapy session with me, Chris. Oh, uh, yeah, no problem. All that, right. that's, that's what I'm here. And don't, don't forget to like this video, subscribe to the channel, and add any comments that you have below. Join us every week for new episodes of Today in Tech. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time.